You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. I've got good music. It's R-A-D. Just the good stuff, baby. You know how there's that, like, um... In front of like a ramp up to a building, there's that one parking space that's just like white lines, so you can like unload and unload and stuff. Yes. Yeah. I was out walking my dog at like eleven last night, and I looked up, and there was a car that flew in the the apartment complex, and they must have been just hammered because they pulled into that space between spaces, and then kept pulling in until they were in the stairwell of the apartment complex in front of them. <laughs> I guess they thought it was a garage, and we're just like, oh, here's the driveway, and pulled all... I looked up, and this car's sticking, like, halfway out of the awning of this building, and I was like, well, that's not right. (laughs) And then I guess they realized when they were looking at, you know, people's doors that this wasn't a garage, and they just backed out and then left it parked in that weird, like, unloading space, and, like... There were there were spaces everywhere. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> there was a bunch of open spaces. <laughs> there was a bunch of open spaces, and they just like barely cracked the door because they completely boxed the people on either side of the van, right? Parking in this, and they just like barely opened the door and like slid out and went inside. And I was like, <laughs> just stood there watching them. What? Why did you drive into the building? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, easy access. Yeah, they had to get to the door real quick. First out tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah you ever you ever are you ever, you ever driving and you just really have to go um yes. like it, it's always worse than any other time um oh. that's what was happening driving right up to the bathroom yeah. <laughs> it also it gets exponentially worse the closer you get to home that's <laughs> true yes uh i was on my way to north carolina and we were maybe like 30 minutes from our <laughs> destination and i had to stop because i had to just my body was like hey you're really close you, now's the time that you have to like <laughs> go or you're going to just like fill your pants up so like I had to stop and it's always it's always <laughs> it's always when I'm close I always have to stop never fails yeah. so if you have to go to the bathroom just turn around from where you're going and floor it and you'll <laughs> <just> stop <laughs> by and, that logic you'll have to go the least the farthest away from your destination and with that, we welcome Bran to the Radish Podcast. Hi, Bran. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for having Bran, me. Bran, uh, it, honestly, yeah, it has been, it's been a long time coming. We've, we've needed to have you on for a while, but it's been... now's the perfect time. Um, you are the, the host of New Nintendo Podcast XL, third season, coming out. Where else but IndieSaurus Network? And it only took... Five years to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, no, thanks for having me. Love well, being. I'll uh... make some mistakes on the guests <laughs> and hosts. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, I hope I don't disappoint you guys too much. Nah, nah. There's <laughs> never. Uh, We've reached a level that we can't. There, there's n- n- you can't hurt us even if you tried. So don't worry about. Brand, I'm still hosting this show. You're fine. We know. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you every week. I don't even do that. <laughs> uh, I guess I I'm. Uh, oh, I forgot the what it, it's June still, right? I forgot what I did for June. 
killers, right? Pretty sure it was Imagine Dragons. I thought you were really into <laughs> King Gizzard still. That that very well may be. I think it is um, King Gizzard month. We're gonna go back and listen to the last episode. It's gonna be something like my fucking like my morning jacket. Like, Whoops! <laughs> oh well. Uh, in, in any case, this is. Um, Shonagon like Infinity. I've probably already used that. Shonagon. That's a good one. That's a good one. That, that's this, a good one. This is your Foursquare. This is your forgetting what month it is, so you say the same bit every time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, after three years of not having a superlative, I'm glad I can find something that I, I can use for it. Never said it was going to be good or consistent. Uh, just said I'm going to try it out for a whole year, and here we are. Hey guys, it's me. Wilf Visions. That's right. It's Imagine Dragons June. Uh, y'all remember Radioactive? How about Pompeii? Pretty sure that wasn't Imagine Dragons, but no, that was what? Bastille. Bastille. That was Bastille. Um, you should, should save Bastille for July. Yeah, you should. Um, yeah, you uh, should. Yeah. Uh, um, but if you close your eyes, it could be Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I'm Tyler, and it's still Black Eyed Peas Month here, so it's Tyler Elephant Mank. <laughs> <laughs> you did Elephant last time. Oh, yeah, did you I? did Elephant. Yeah. Well, it's always Tyler Elephant making <laughs> black eyed peas. What's your Christian name? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my children, Monkey Business and Elephant. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband at the beginning. Um, <laughs> welcome again, Bran. We have a really great show. Uh, we're talking E. Um, we got some good news. Uh, actually, a lot of good news. Uh, it's actually all, all funny. Um, a fisherman gets swallowed by a whale, and, and a grandma gets swatted. Spoilers. We're gonna talk about it. It's gonna be great. Uh, we're pretty much talking video games this whole time, except for Sean. Uh, God bless him. Uh, but we're we're talking video games every other moment of this podcast. So, Sean. Uh, Sean, I'm going to bully you into playing video games. I'm going to do it enough so that you finally fold. Brand, it's, it. it's, it's, it's been a concerted effort by everyone in the Discord and everyone that has ever hosted this show. Yeah. And it has not. I was offered money to finish a game. Did I do it? No. No, no you didn't. It, it's Shame. It's... It's just we just gotta find your find your thing. You're, John's gonna get really into Warhammer. <laughs> yeah. Age we'll of see. Empires. Something um, super. No, technical. those look boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me, you watch. Give me like Earth, a night. So. <laughs> if you give me like a night in the woods or a, a what remains of Edith Finch, I can do a that. Pit crew game. <laughs> Pit crew game. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, let's get into. And I'm the mad because. Mm, yeah, we'll get into it later. I'm gonna write the game down. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> in his death note, <laughs> it's just re- he just wrote the word video games in the opposite. <laughs> <computer>. Gone. <laughs> we have nothing else to talk about except good news. It's <laughs> just good news. <laughs> Video games are no more. That means gamers are no more. And that is the real... Oh, thank God. Yeah, that's the real good news here. Uh, no, here's... here's. I'd be okay I, with that. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying I'd be okay with that. 100%. <laughs> 2021, the year of the gamer. <laughs> <laughs> we got a few good news stories here. We're going to start off with uh, Mr. Josiah Mayo, 
who was a lobster fisherman <laughs> in in uh, the north the northeast. Uh, he he that fished... name got Sean. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Josiah was uh, deep diving. He dives for lobsters. He he's not a trawler. He he goes down and and he dives. When all of a sudden he feels like he gets hit by a truck, and he just sees total darkness. And soon he realized that he had been swallowed by a humpback whale. <laughs> <laughs> he he made the realization. He 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 recounted this uh, word for word. He made the realization in the in the whale. He was like, "All right, this is it. This is how I'm gonna go." <laughs> Uh, Jonah style. So uh, eventually, the his whale figured is... so close. His name is so close to Jonah. <laughs> eventually, the whale figured out I can't swallow this man and uh, swam up to the surface and shot him out. <laughs> like <laughs> the person who was there corroborating his story said, he shot out of the water. Um, and <laughs> did he come out of the blowhole? <laughs> I would feel cheated if I didn't come out of the blowhole. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, was, was take, this was a whale of a tale. I'm sure he could tell his, uh, his friends. Sean's putting up a Decemberist album. Ah, yes. What does that have to do with this? The, the, the bit the, the has. The final song the... is called, Bran probably knows, the, the final song is the Mariner's Revenge song and it takes yes. place in the belly of a whale. Ah. Uh, I'm putting out great my track. name is Jonas. I'm putting up my my favorite ukulele album, Noah and the Whale. Ukulele. I like how you said that. A little pizzazz. Yeah. It's like how you do Boku no Hero Academia. <laughs> it's, he's just proper. Yeah. Um, that's is a, this that's the what guy it's called. When they interviewed him, he's never done any. What? Never, never done any other anime in its original Japanese. Exactly. No <laughs> <laughs> What's One Piece's original? Is it just One Piece? One Pisu. One Pisu. Okay. But it's it's it, it, it's spelled with katakana, so it's not exactly one piece, but it's one piece. Right. It's I, pronounced I, I it's you. pronounced nepeg in Japan. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I get that reference. Um is this is the guy that like the, the sound bite they, like the blurb they used on like New York Times or whatever just said like it was crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I imagine it is would be. Yeah, I mean the dude when he was interviewed afterwards, he was in tears. He was in shambles. He he thought he was gonna die. And I was like, Okay, calm down. You were just swallowed by a whale. But um Yeah, no. An interesting story, but not as interesting as the second story that I brought for you guys. We have Wait, s- hang on a second. How yeah, do you survive inside? Like how? Yeah, I don't think it's worth laughing this at this man. Fully. Yeah, I don't think it's worth laughing at this man for thinking he was going to die. You would likely drown inside of a whale, right? Like it's well, not he, just he was like... wearing a scuba suit. He actually he realized oh. that he was like, oh. I am inside of a whale. You... Oh, I am okay. still alive. Let me put my scuba mask back on. And then oh. he was playing the waiting game. He just has yeah, to I thought the, you were the, talking the, like the... free diving. No, no. He was scuba diving. He was down there fishing for lobsters. Um, he was taken to the hospital. He was fine. He just had a few bruises on his knees because I guess the whale was trying to swallow him. Um, <laughs> and uh, they were worried because he was at the bottom of the ocean and obviously the whale <laughs> swam up to the top really, really fast, which is a bad bend. You get the bends. Um, thanks, Radiohead. Baby's for that. got the bends. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's now swapping out the album for the bends. <laughs> I wouldn't. 
I wouldn't, if I was in the ocean and then suddenly I was in like a hot and dark environment, I wouldn't assume, oh, a whale swallowed me. I would assume, oh, I'm in hell. I was suffering. <laughs> yeah. I have died. Satan has come for my soul. Right. Like, I, I did something bad and now I'm in hell. And this is how it works. <laughs> he said he believed it was a young whale, which, which means when he was inside, he counted the rings. <laughs> What an absolute shot in the dark to put in this article. I think it was a teenager or a puppy. It probably doesn't know what it's doing too well. <laughs> Animal ate him. What if it did know what it was doing? What if it, it just decided it had a taste for man? Yeah, that, it's, it's, is that? It's been like a decade since Blackfish. Maybe they're coming back. Maybe it's like, all right, let's hit him with another. <laughs> you think he spat him out and said, "I said no mayo." <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. great. Okay. Now we can move on after that great joke. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> Glad you got that in, Will. Um, it's really, really... Yeah, it was all up, build up. Yeah, up the quality of the episode. <laughs> so we have a poor, poor grandma uh, who's just trying to sell her house. She's 76 years old. Just finished fixing up her house. It, w- it was all fantastic. It was on the market. Someone was buying. She was in the process of selling it. And then a fugitive on the run from the law hid in her house. <laughs> and the SWAT team rolled up, threw tear gas grenades through all the windows, blew open the doors, leveled the fence with an armored vehicle, and then drove through the front entrance of her house. And they were like, hey, thanks, we got him. And then they did. <laughs> Which I thought- is terrible. <laughs> That is that's, the opposite of good news. That's yeah. No, I thought reading the the headline here, I thought that she had like offended a ninth grader, no. and they called. Nope. <laughs> a fugitive in a garage. Um, and they tore down the front door. Well, they they didn't tear down the front door. They drove through the front door. <laughs> oh yeah, no, they took it down. Like they yeah. like house is over. So. 80k in damage, which is surprising, because if you look at a picture of this house, Jesus, um, th- she got it all fixed. Now she's suing him, which honestly, I hope she wins. Good for her, she yeah. cops win. have to. I think he absolutely co- should win. Cops have to buy the house. They have to use that as the new police station. They can't go anywhere else. They have to use <laughs> that garage. They have to. They give her the police they have station. To use her she can turn it. This sucks, man. Yeah. How nervous would you be if you were a teenager and literally all of the cops of the city moved into the house next door? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm like the kind old woman oh, who did no! <laughs> the kind old woman who like gave you lemonade on a hot day. And now you're living next to a bunch of cops. Like... The kind old woman who used to harbor fugitives. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't know. She was. She you was can chill, head on man. over to Miss Brown's house. She's got many Drugs. hiding places. Mm-hmm. She's got a pool. She's got a pool. I, I I shouldn't laugh at this, but I was just picturing that scene from Spider-Man 1 when the Green Goblin explodes the side of Aunt May's house <laughs> off while she's praying. <laughs> I think it's I think it's worth noting she wasn't home. Um at least I don't think no, she was. No, her home. dog was, who apparently is pretty shook by the incident. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> Oh man! Well, my dog I, freaks out when it thunders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, well, I hope I, the best for her now. Brian, I, I guess you're right. Neither of those stories were good news. They were no, funny, no, and so, that's why I brought them. Mr. Think, Mayo was good news. No, he like, survived. Yeah, he survived the. Wh- I think that that warrants a good news. Uh, the woman's house getting okay. destroyed. Uh, pursuing is is great news. I think that's wonderful, and she should sue them for every like she should get millions because they wrecked her house. And <laughs> she I just should. can't. And they caught a fugitive though, so who's to say if it's bad or not? <laughs> oh, like they got, they got one criminal off the street. <laughs> we got the guy. For now, Ladies and gentlemen, we got over. him. He was a notorious movie pirater that they <laughs> that they got. He had just pirated Forrest Gump, and that was the final straw. So glad another another one's off the streets. He streamed um, the Nintendo E3 presentation. He was <laughs> he, <co-streamed. laughs> he was hiding in the house because he couldn't download a house. <laughs> Not yet. Couldn't or for, wouldn't. Waiting for Elon. <laughs> I think he would if he could. I don't get a 3D printed house now. Yeah. It's not. A, it's just plans. Yeah. <laughs> Most people download like, their homes. That's like, I'll like tell you, send a PDF. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> just, I'm on the dark web. <laughs> I'm on the dark web downloading the plans for Chip and Go- Joanna Gaines's house. Arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Sean goes on the pirate bay and types in house as a filter, <laughs> not the movie. I've received or a weird Japanese movie and 11 se- seasons of a middling medical drama. Someone please help me find out. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Medical comedy. Whoa. Middling is fine. <laughs> That's Scrubs. <laughs> scrubs, yeah. Um, all right. Evan's so good news, good news out the door. Let's move on to show and Doors. tell been brought down <laughs> I just think they're neat and they are <laughs> they are uh hey Sean why don't you kick us off I'll kick us off uh so I don't interrupt the the natural flow of the episode as I already yeah have. I, I think <laughs> I figured you get your show and tell out of the way I'll let you clock out early how about that <laughs> <laughs> We're all talking about video games. Sean's talking about like a book or something. <laughs> Actually, I'm, uh, I'm. Man, this past week has been real hectic. Uh, Record store day was just past Saturday, um, so I've been at work. Today's my first day off. Uh, Thank so you for I your service, by the way. I'm sure that was. I'm sure it was, it was rough. It was a hey. Yeah, it goes. Um, so I haven't really done much apart from get real hyped as is natural and listen to death, the new uh, King Gizzard album, which came out last Friday. It is called Butterfly Three Thousand. I believe it's their eighteenth album. Um, it's their second this year. It is the just they didn't release any singles beforehand, so they broke the norm doing that. Um, and they just said, hey, you know, album's coming out. Just wait for it. Uh, I think Stu tweeted out that it's his favorite they've made yet. And it is just this pop psych, just super fun, sun-drenched, really enjoyable time. Um, it is extremely catchy throughout. The scents are extremely textured. It is just like... If you're going in expecting like the same kind of giz that you get on, you know... 
any you know guitar heavy record pretty much anything before this you're not going to get it if you're like a fan of i guess paper mache dream balloon or maybe fishing for fishies it's more in that vein um regardless i mean i love all of the records this one just the same this one's like sound of the summer for me it is just super easy going like i said it is just like bright and sunny and happy and positive um it is i consider it a great gateway to king gizzard for fans of like tame impala or pond um because it's just it's just psych pop and it is just very fun to listen to um i'm really looking forward to seeing it played live if they do i know the middle of the album uh there's tracks blue morpho uh interior people and catching smoke if they play all three of those in order in a live show the whole crowd's gonna go nuts it is such insane just like trio of songs that's Uh, the only way you could kill sean is playing those three (laughs) songs back to back live be that's the only way you die in reverse that's the thing is that like i won't see king gizzard for another like what 14 months 15 months um and so they may come out with three more albums from here to then but i really hope to see some butterfly 3000 songs perform live because they just they're so much fun they're so great uh i think ambrose one of my favorite members ambi he has a little rap on the track 202 killer year which is really good like i think th- Everyone here, uh, is, all of us, either we've listened to it and loved it, or we should absolutely listen to it because we would love it. This is all of our style. Um, this is the most access- accessible KG has ever been, I think. Um, and I even I compared it to like Mary Mother Post Pavilion, in which it's like super synthy and super poppy, and can like gain a garner a whole new group of fans um, to explore back catalog and you know hold on to like what's coming next um but yeah that's butterfly 3000 i don't want to say whether it's better than lw or that was released this year but i i'm happy they released it and i'm excited for more have you guys listened to it yet oh yeah i love it Uh, i'll second what you're saying i think it's a fantastic record um i've only heard it in full once but i've listened to like tracks like separately multiple times oh yeah uh catching smoke is definitely one of my favorites um yeah i just think it's another fantastic uh record within the king gizzard discography Uh, i love king gizzard a lot Mm. and uh just yeah if you like that psych pop sound definitely give it a listen uh it it definitely remind i agree it reminded me of animal collective uh when i was listening to it uh had a similar vibe to some of their more like poppy electronic stuff so yeah fantastic record not one to miss i think it's also like kind of overdue for them because they haven't had like a poppy record since i want to say sketches of brunswick east maybe it's the last like chill one yeah sketches or i mean even mind fuzz was like real poppy art oddments but those came before those were a long time ago yeah yeah yeah. you're right you're right but yeah, so they have had like their 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 doom metal album, or and then they had their uh, their their two microtonal albums, and then like a bunch of live albums. But like, I think this was like a good a good reminder that they can do the little light stuff too. Um, I still don't know the song names yet because I just kind of put it on and it's kind of this one long thing. That's yeah, but, uh, that's fair. Yeah, it does. I have really like, enjoyed it. 
I, I saw someone say like it's real cool that they released like a purely pop album and they refused to release singles for it because there are some tracks on here that could launch Gizzard into like you know pop rock like or you know alternative rock spheres and yet they remain just kind of and doing their own thing which I think is real cool. Um, but I yeah I'm making a video for every song. That's right yeah the the video for you the first track just released and it's real nice. Um, just ex- I'm just happy to have them. I'm happy to have the the boys keep releasing albums, and I'm excited to talk about them more. Yeah. Tyler, said, you should if they to want it. to make another thrash album, I'll be okay with that. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I no, would no, also no, I, be I, okay I, with that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. No, I, I was I was just agreeing with Sean. I definitely need to give it a listen. Um, of course, major respect for King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. I mean, they melted my eardrums. I, I can't I can't really hear <laughs> as well as I could I, from before there. I show. said you should get earplugs. You did. You did. I was unpro- I was I was like, come on. I've been to Bonner. I've been front row at Bonnaroo. It's fine. No, no, I was not fine. Um, Sean, uh, I do I do want to say I, I know you could probably talk about this album for a whole other hour. So I I do appreciate you. Uh, uh, Taking one for the team on on the rest of this from here on out being video games, um, but for folks listening who want to hear Sean talk about King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard for an A hour, whole lo- yeah, an hour plus, check out. Uh, I think you'd be into it. Um, that just which I recorded uh, with the lovely Beth and Brandon, um, and I uh, it was recorded before Butterfly Three Thousand came out. Um, so just keep that in mind. But I had a real fun time with it great great app so much to beth and brandon i will i'll take next uh just because i'm I'm gonna go pretty quick mine's a pretty um it's a pretty tyler coded game it's definitely for a uh for a very narrower audience so i'll be super quick with mine but i wanted to cover it because i absolutely love this game it's called crying sons it was released in December of 2019 when we were all making <laughs> 2020 vision jokes that cursed us into the year that was 2020. Um, made by Alt Shift, published by Humble Bundle Games. It's on PC, Mac. They actually just dropped an iOS version and a Switch version, which I think it'd play fantastic on Switch. I got it on the PC because of freaking Wario64. I don't know if you guys follow that guy, but he posts the best video game deals. I think I probably picked it up for $3.50 when it's usually up in the teens and 20s and and stuff like that, depending on where you get it from. But like I said, totally Tyler-coded game. It's half roguelike, half tactical strategy, steeped in hard science fiction, all with beautiful pixel art. That's what this game is. Um, you play as, uh, the space admiral named Ellis Idaho. He wakes up in this decrepit cloning facility, realizes the empire that he was a, uh, a, a war hero and, and, uh, a, you know, just this fantastic Starfleet commander in, um, has, has collapsed decades ago. So he, he sets off, commands a Starfleet, uh, to kind of figure out what the hell happened. Essentially 90% of this game is spent in the command center of the ship. Every planet or solar system that you go to is is uh, procedurally generated like a roguelike is, and you get presented with all these different fun scenarios that you have to make, uh, you know, split second decisions on to either save your crew or benefit your crew, um, and that's honestly what's what really uh, kind of magnetizes me towards this game is the writing. Uh, it's just it's. 
there's so much deep lore in this. There's like ancient religions and different factions and um, omniscient robots and, you know, kind of like dealing with random clone shit. It's just it's it's something that's really, really cool to me. Uh, the tactical RPG aspect of it, uh, pretty much like, you know any of the great tactical RPG games. Uh, it's basically whenever you get into a space battle with another ship. So it's got like the hexagonal like map in between the two ships and you have different customizable guns and different customizable uh, parts of your fleet. Uh, it's it's kind of like Fire Emblem with the whole rock, paper, scissors kind of strategy where it's like drones are good against frigates and frigates are good against blah, blah, blah. It's... It's actually kind of complicated, but um, it, it's it's a pretty pretty easy learning curve uh, if you've played these kind of games. So I'll I'll end it with that. Like I said, I realize that this this is a game that's for a very narrow audience, but I am firmly planted in that narrow audience, and I love it. Um, I've beaten the first chapter of it already. It took me about six hours to kind of figure it all out and get into it. Uh, but check it out if any of that sounded interesting to you. Uh, it's probably super cheap on PC, or I think it's like, it might be like 30 or so on Switch. It just, the port just dropped in May of 2021. So uh, um, check it out if, if that's something that sounds sounds cool to you. That sounds extremely like my jam. Nice. Uh, you know, you have the tactical RPG stuff. You have the, the pixelated graphics. I, I love all that stuff. Um, so I'm yeah. definitely going to put it on my wish list and add it to, uh, and Will has seen it, my big list of games that, <laughs> that I want to play and potentially beat before the end of the year. It's like 50 plus games because and I'm, I'm sick. Oh, my God. Uh, Nintendo will put Nintendo will put games on sale all the time. And so I'll buy them. Like I just, I just bought Oxen Free today because Wario sixty four said it's three dollars on Switch. So I'm like, ah, I've never played that. So fucking Wario sixty four. Let me just get it for three three dollars. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, this You're this sounds extremely like my jam. So <laughs> exactly. Just <laughs> have you played FTL, Tyler? Played play what? FTL. I have not. This looks exactly like FTL. Oh. Uh, and I'm reading the Wikipedia. Well, like, FTL doesn't really have a story or anything, but like this is... Oh, uh, gotcha. I feel like you would enjoy FTL. It's also a roguelike. You fly uh, a spaceship through randomly generated encounters, uh... and then like every place you go, it's like, oh, you're being boarded by these people, so you can like divert energy and like you have a certain amount of power you can use to power different systems and like oh like, let me open oh there's a fire on the ship let me oh put all my members in this room seal it off and then open all the doors with a fire out or it's oh, like really oh cool. we take damage we get to dispatch a it's like you play as the control guy basically but it's God. not as advanced as this looking and there's no story but it, it is on uh, ios oh very nice very nice in addition to like steam and stuff but yeah andrew was a big ftl fan good to know good then, to know End of the Breach is the other one that they made, which is on Switch also. Very nice. Came with a recommendation, left with two of my own. That's a that's a win win for me. I'm the Wario sixty four of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this looks awesome. Uh, I'll, I'll probably pick it up when it's you know, less than three dollars because I'm, I'm a little. I hear you. Short on cash you. right now. Uh. I'm short on cash because I just bought a full price video game for the first time in forever. <laughs> nice. Uh, can I 
Can I can I can I go? Yes, please go. All right. Uh, I'm talking about a game that came out uh, Friday. Uh, I guess this past Friday, if you're listening to this on Thursday. Um, it is called Guilty Gear Strive. It is the eighth mainline game in the Guilty Gear franchise and the 24th release overall, if you count the... It's a fighting game, which got, you know, Guilty Gear XX, double, super arcade edition, enhanced. So it's... it's there's, they've made a bunch <laughs> Chain of Chain of memories. Exactly. Um, I know almost nothing about fighting games. Luckily, friend of the show, Evan, and friend of the... Uh, member of the network, Evan. <laughs> uh, friend of the network. Also... Member of the network, Evan, uh, has made a, 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 a fighting game club in our Discord, which you can join, dsaurus.com slash Discord. Let us know you're here for the fighting club. We can we can scan you in because the general public, it's a, it's a lot. It's very <laughs> active. So we were like, you want They're to They're really in into fighting go. games. Like, mad we respect. We are. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But it's also a very fun, uh, supportive group uh, for a varying, like, accessible fighting game like for a while fighting games kind of scared me because uh, i played soul caliber when i was a little kid and i was like there's so many moves like how do you how am i supposed to remember it's still kind of scary to me it's learning all the different combos and stuff like that it it can be pretty daunting luckily this one is very forgiving like the the inputs there's like a huge window for like messing up the stick or the timing and stuff um the combos are all pretty simple. Like I think, I think it was Evan was telling telling us that like for this one, they basically were like, "All right, we know that for a while the the, the principle was like, oh yeah, just put in combos," mm-hmm. and like they they took a step back and were like, "All right, now we actually want you to like read your opponent, so we're gonna make combos easier to make it, you know." So, I, I mean, yeah, it's if you've never played a fighting game before. There's like a dash button, like the whole thing. All the buttons are remappable. It's very, very customizable and accessible. And there's like a butt ton of training missions that not just tell you how to punch and kick and stuff, but also like how to do advanced moves and like read this and do anti-aerials and do wake-up shutdowns. And, and it's crazy. Nice. Um, but the best part of this game is so, so it's a 2D fighter. It has like 3D sprites that kind of like during big moves will like go into 3D mode kind of seamlessly. It's very, very pretty. Uh, and then it has some of the absolute most buck wild characters I've ever seen in a fight. I've never played Guilty Gear before, so I have no mm-hmm. nostalgia. No, I don't know who any of these people are. But the main guy's name is Saul Bad Guy. Uh, that is his <laughs> official name. It's an incredible name for That's the so protagonist <laughs> of a Japanese arcade fighter. Uh, there's a giant robot prison soldier thing named Potemkin who's super slow but like if he hits you he's probably going to kill you in one hit uh, <laughs> there's a like demon surgeon named Faust who crawls around on all fours there's uh, a lady named what's her name Giovanna who has like a wolf made of green fire that she can summon while and she just like all kicks and they can like summon this wolf for her grabs uh, my favorite character is May who is a, a pirate girl who wears a big oversized hoodie and carries an anchor as a weapon. And <laughs> nice. she can hit you with the anchor or summon what she calls Mr. Dolphin. Fly, <laughs> Dolphin will fly across the screen and spear your opponent. Nice. Uh, and her super is summoning a whale named Mr. Yamada uh, to, to Josiah Mayo you. Um, <laughs> It's it's cool though because like this game just came. I've never been like been on board with a fighting game that release. Like there's tons of streams 
Also, like the online community is not very good at it right now, so like everyone's figuring it out. So if you want to get into a fighting game, this is a very, very good starting point. Um, it's it's hot right now. I think it's going to get a lot of support and DLC over the years. Uh, it's probably going to be at Evo this year, you know, depending on when that is and if that's going to happen. Um, the netcode's like perfect. Like you can play online with no lag. They've they've nailed that finally. Um, and yeah, if nothing else, just like watch some matches because this is like a beautiful game. It's got cool music. It has some absolutely crazy characters. Saul, I can't get over Saul Bad Guy. It's, <laughs> how does that name exist? Oh, well, I mean, uh, they, they made a whole, a whole series so about good. Saul Goodman. I mean, it's it's not that far This off. is Saul Bad Guy. This <laughs> yeah, is, it's, it's the <laughs> uh, Check this game out. At least watch someone on Twitch, if nothing else, because this is a lot of fun. Very nice. Um, Very nice. I guess, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up with uh, with something <laughs> I'm super excited about. There's a lot of folks playing this game in the Discord, and I've seen a lot of previews for it. It wasn't really enough to make me pick it up, but everyone in the Discord has been loving it so much that I've been getting so much FOMO, and the last FOMO game I had was Hades, and that ended up being my favorite <laughs> game of last year. So I am super excited about your review here uh, to convince me to probably order this tonight. Okay, uh, well, I don't know if I'll be able to convince you because, to be honest, this is kind of a hard game to get into. Although, I will say this seems to be, <laughs> and this is what everybody says. Everybody always says this. They uh -huh. says, oh, no, this this is the one that's most accessible. Uh, I do think that this is a pretty accessible game. Uh, I, of course, am talking about Monster Hunter Rise uh, for the Nintendo Switch, which Oof. came out in March of 2021 so this year um my sort of history with the game is and the series as a, as a whole is i tried it once on 3ds uh i think that's monster hunter 4 ultimate i believe i i don't remember i just i remember buying it and i bounced yeah, super hard off that game <laughs> like it's the and that's the thing too about monster hunter games is there's a lot a lot of information that they throw at you kind of all at once. Um, and so I got this game cause I was like, I really want to give monster hunter a shot. Like I really want to try it. Uh, cause I played the demo and I was like, eh, I don't know. really know if this is for me. Uh, there's a lot of menus. There's a lot of like things that you got to get used to, which is like, I'm not opposed to that stuff. Like I, I'll play Dark Souls and, right, and Bloodborne, right. which also is full of menus and like ridiculousness. But like this was a little like it, it kind of rubbed me the the wrong way at first. But what what sort of helped me was having somebody I know be really into it, and so they reached out to me mm -hmm. once they knew that I had it, and they were like, "Let's let's play this. I want to teach you some weapons and kind of go over like the controls and stuff." And so having that sort of Sherpa uh unlocked uh the game for me and just spending more time with it and like just giving it a shot i think like yeah there's a learning curve but you once you played enough i think you can unlock its its potential and have a lot of fun with it because so the basic premise is you are in a village you create your character before you make the game you create uh you have two buddies that you create there's a palico which is like a cat friend uh, which is really nice. Uh, you can <laughs> make them look however you want. And then there's a Palamute, which is a dog, which is new to the series. 
And those are really nice because like when not only will they fight for you, uh, you can also ride them like a horse on the map. So you're able to like tra- <laughs> traverse through the map, like quicker than like it, it faster than ever before, uh, which is nice. And they're also another thing. Like there's a lot of customization in this game, which is, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, you're in this village and Palico the story is pretty light. Name. Basically it's like, Oh, uh, Palico is a good name. Uh, cause it's <laughs> Pal and Calico. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> um, no. So like there's the story is like, there's a rampage that's coming and comes like once every 50 years. So you have to go out and hunt the monsters to stop the rampage, blah, blah, blah. It, the story is light. Uh, the setting is really cool. It's very like, uh, Jap traditional, like Japanese, like aesthetic. Uh, so like if you're into that, um, like from an aesthetic standpoint, I think you'd re- really dig it. Uh, but the core of the game is just you go out uh, to a land, you get 50 minutes, and you go hunt hunt monsters, and that's that's basically like that's the the core of the game is you you go and you do it. And at first, like I was like, what's what's the point? Like, what's the draw? And it's just like, <laughs> what did they do to me? What really helps is is fine. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Like, loving God like, <laughs> they they didn't do anything to me specifically, but story aside, it's just like you go out, you beat some dudes up, you either capture or kill them, you carve them up, you get their you get their bones and scales and tails and all this stuff, and you upgrade your equipment. Um, but it's fun. So it's like Pokemon. Like just doing it is fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's kind of like. Pokemon. It's it's like Pokemon except for it's like Pokemon except for you you kill them and they die. You treat them humanely bones <laughs> instead of imprisoning um, them inside of a ball. I'm coming after Pokemon this episode. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but no, like it's they added some new stuff to like this specific game. So there's like a thing called the wire bug which like launches you forward or up and you can launch it onto cliffs and like run up cliffs and it makes like exploring like the the territory like that much more fun so like the locales are like you know pretty standard like you know like forests swamp uh frosted frozen area so like nothing like super crazy but exploring it is like what's fun about it because you can find resources and all this stuff uh like buffs to help you, uh, you know, prepare for the fight. Um, and then you just, you get in there and you, you beat some, you beat some ass or you get your ass beat. Uh, and it's, and it's fun. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's hard to explain like beyond like what else you do. Cause that, that's the game, right? Like that's monster hunter. Like that's what you do. Like there's not much of a story. You go out, you, you fight monsters, you get better equipment. I, the draw for me is, like you can play with friends which helps and so like having people to play with is is a big thing but you can also play with randos so like you can like just open up your lobby Mm -hmm. randos can join you uh nintendo has that thing where like they can't communicate with you but you can't communicate with them like on mic which it's kind of a double-edged sword situation but whatever like they still have like (laughs) i'm using tilt controls the custom like hellos (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like I'm using, I'm using tilt control. Like that's, 
Like that's <laughs> that's the extent of the communication. But it's it it's fine. Like you don't need to really be talking to like know what it is that you're doing because you're all there for the same reason is to hunt monsters. So it's kind of like the um, Navi. They just they they know what each other's thinking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hair exactly. sex. <laughs> I'm waiting but for a Monster Hunter game on the Avatar if, planet. Let's go to Pandora. And really messy. Skin the Navi. The, I'll <laughs> I'll wait till we talk about the E3 games announced to ask my questions about that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that game is about, probably. U.S. Marines, uh, maybe. Um, but <laughs> I don't know, like gosh. that. I think just doing it more is what got me really into it. Uh, and like, if you spend a little more time with the game, like, I think that you'll, you'll find that you'll enjoy it. If you're into that kind of thing, like if you like to play as a character and better yourself, uh, over time, cause it's all, that's, that's all the game is. It's about progression. Um, isn't and that so life? That's too? your jam. I highly... <laughs> Steal some bones. Yeah, man. Let me just, ah, uh, yeah, dude. We just progress through life, you know? Um, there are some no, life like, missing. If you're curious, if you are curious about this game, I highly encourage that you check out the demo. Uh, maybe don't do what I did and go buy out a full, a full price game on a whim. Uh, cause that's 60 bones. Uh, but, um, <laughs> I would say check, check the demo out, you know, understand that there's a lot to get used to. Definitely. There's like a training demo that like shows you all the controls and stuff. Um, I would encourage to also maybe like look at YouTube videos of like people explaining different weapons. Um, that's the other part of it too, is like finding the weapon that's going to suit you best. Like I use double blades, uh, and there's this move that I can do called Ooh. demon flight where basically I'm just like flying through the air, like attack on Titan style and like, just like <laughs> slicing up dudes, which is really cool. Um, but there's like some wild, like there's like a, like a hunting horn and like an insect glaive and like a, a big sword, or you can do sword and shield, like an ax, a hammer, just all like, there's, there's a lot of customization to this. So like you got to just find what's right for you and what's going to work best for you. And I think once you do, that'll really unlock the game for you. Uh, and again, is this the most uh, accessible Monster Hunter? Maybe, but there's still a lot of menus, and there's still like you gotta you gotta kind of put the work <laughs> in to really I, I feel like enjoy it. And if you don't want to, that's that's fine. I completely understand it. Like that was my initial reason why I didn't get into the the 3DS one. But you know, I'm I'm really enjoying this game. It's definitely the game I've been playing the most lately and um i'm that's the other thing too is capcom will support this game for at least a year uh they come out with free updates all the time uh all new events and missions and stuff and so it's it's definitely well worth your time if you're like i said in, into that but yeah that's monster hunter rise uh so far maybe one of the best games i've played this year nice i love hearing so people get into monster hunter um so I, I don't want to undercut that, but if you don't have a Switch, uh, there is Monster Hunter World for the PS4, yes. which is free if you know somebody with a PlayStation 5, because you can sign in on their account and get get it from the PS Now collection. Is that the one that came out? Because cause I, I want to commend you, Brand, because I that your review did make me... I'm uh, definitely downloading the demo after this. 
but it definitely does sound like this is the most accessible Monster Hunter game because towards the beginning of Radish, a Monster Hunter game came out for PS4. I don't know if this is the that one. Was, that well. was World. Um, I think Andrew, uh, rest in peace, one of the original <laughs> Radish hosts, reviewed it. And his explanation of the game was you spend an hour or so looking for a monster and then you spend 45 <laughs> minutes fighting the monster. And I was like, this sounds like the most tedious boss fight game I've, I've ever heard of. But this 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 sounds a lot more jumping right in than than that. I would say, well, that that's the thing too. It's not so much about prep, although there is prep work with this one. I think it's, and that's what some people would say, like this makes this Monster Hunter a little easier, which fine. But mm. it's like, I, I definitely have killed a monster with people within maybe 10, 15, 20 minutes. Um, they're easy to locate on the map, you know, you you could spend the whole fifty minutes uh, doing the fight like that's fine, but like if you're like oh, I just want to do that, so low twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you solo the it'll monkey take a one in the but in that's, four that's fine. Took forever. <laughs> I remember playing um, the, the I, demo I, for Monster Hunter World for PS4, um, and it, it did seem like a whole lot, but I just I, I did like the idea of uh, just hunting something big and coming upon it and being like, well, got to kill it now. And just spending <laughs> as long as you need to just killing this huge kaiju with just an equally big weapon. <laughs> and then you get a little cat friend. Yeah, and you get a little cat friend, which you did not have. Well, I guess you had the horse in Shadow of the Colossus. I know the way. It, it also like the the weapons and the combat. I'm not saying the difficulty or the enemy behavior is the same, but the way your character behaves is a lot like a FromSoft game, like the very tight hitboxes, the the different weapons, like the the tight dodge rolls and stuff. Like the you know you can go heavy or light armor or whatever. Like it's someone described it as like like an easy Dark Souls boss that takes 20 minutes. Mm. That uh, that's a really good way to describe it. I mean, it's good. I, I promise, yeah. it's good. She's <laughs> gonna get into it for sure. For sure, I'll check um, out the demo for sure. Yeah, at least the demo. So yeah, or or, or if you have a PS Five, you get the free one. That, that or too. know somebody with one. That too. Uh, all right, let's dive into E three E E coverage. E E E E. <laughs> um, Electronic Entertainment E. <laughs> Enema. Enema. <laughs> um, a lot happening these past few weeks, and uh, I guess it was a little misleading because I want to include Summer Games Fest as well, which is not technically E three, and then Netflix also. Trying this thing called Geeked Week, the week before E3, where they kind of reveal all the um, quote-unquote geeky content that they got coming out, which the rollout, not fantastic. I don't know if you guys caught any of the Geeked Week streams, uh, but the content, some of it, some of it was pretty good. So I definitely, you know, worth mentioning some stuff that we'll probably be reviewing at some point here on Radish. Um, So, uh, yeah, why don't don't we start there? did you catch any of Netflix Geek Week, Bryn? I know you were traveling that I week. I did not. I yeah, I was. Uh, I think on my way back from uh, North Carolina at the time, mm. so I wasn't able to catch it. Gotcha. D- 
did you catch but, the clip well, hit, that they pulled from it hit. of uh, with cowboy the cowboy bebop clip that they pulled? Uh, yeah, I did. I did see that, and it it sure was something. I didn't. Did they show a clip, or did they just like interview the cast? They Sorry, they either. pulled a clip from <laughs> from the stream. It was just an interview of the cast. Oh, okay, okay. Um, uh, we got to see him in costume, and didn't we? Yeah, they they were sitting there in their costumes. I thought he just had the hair. Oh yeah, and he yeah, had the yeah, hair, yeah. and yeah. I mean, it wasn't hair, like a full like, costume it was, photo. It wasn't like a set like photo. No, I mean, essentially, it it was an excuse to be like, "Hey, this is dropping this fall." Plus, Yoko Kano's working on this, which is good news. That that she, is good news. I do. Appreciate she is half that. the show. Yeah, I would argue maybe sixty percent. <laughs> right. I'm. I'm I know I, I, I'm excited for it. I I, I think it could be one of the first like well accepted live action anime adaptations. Um, I could be eating my words this fall, but I, I get a good <laughs> feeling about it. I don't know. I feel like Cowboy Bebop of all anime would translate well to live action because it. I mean, basically it, is. <laughs> yeah, it essentially is. Like that's why everyone says like to people who aren't into anime, that's why they always, you know, recommend Cowboy Bebop. It was one of my gateway shows just because it's so acceptable and so accessible for western audiences. So I feel like this might be good. Um but again, take that with a huge grain of salt because I enjoyed the uh Netflix Death Note adaptation. <laughs> That we can unpack at a separate time. I think we what I wanted to know, we probably have. Uh, what I wanted to note is, <laughs> I want this to be good because uh, Will and I have talked about this. The next project the studio is doing is the live action One Piece series. So you want to talk about a good. series that doesn't translate to three dimensions? Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So have have there been live action One Piece? Like there was Japanese, a, like there was a uh, Indeed.com commercial that was launched, <laughs> and that's it. Indeed? The job hunting site? Co-opted yes. One Piece yep. brand? That's fantastic. I, I will post it in the chat. Thank Indeed. you. Uh, Please do. Oh, my God. I'm I'm excited to see that. Um, I saw a real uh, chopper. I <laughs> I saw, um, I think it was part of Geek Week, but they premiered like the first trailer for... Um, it may be garbage, but it looks kind of fun. But next month, Netflix is doing a three-movie series called Fear Street based yeah. off of the same books by uh, R.L. Stein. And I watched the trailer for the it. Goosebumps it looks... Goosebumps, guys. Yeah. The go... <laughs> That's the thing. I... The Goosebumps series, it's real goofy now, but watching it as a kid, it's pretty formative. And I feel like watching the uh bum, bum, the trailer bum, bum. for it it looks stupid bum, bum, bum. but it looks fun um so i may be uh bringing y'all in on fear street once uh well, i think it's like 91 60 something and then like 1666 like it looks like a fun time your locker code no it's it's three different movies that take place and in the same town over three different years and they're releasing them on successive fridays and okay. it, it's all okay. I, I'm I'll I'll check watch it out. the trailer like I said it's gonna be like it looks like you know like one of those like Netflix teen horror things which f- fine I mean S- Stranger Things is still something I'll watch and uh what was it um the babysitters from hell what is it I forget what it was called 
<laughs> babysitter. It might just baby be. Yeah, it is just hell? the babysitter. It's just the babysitter. <laughs> oh. Uh, was a real just awful campy time. So I feel like Fear Street might find its way like right in the middle there, and it could still be enjoyable. Um, either way, I I saw that and I thought it seemed pretty cool. I'm I'm not surprised that you're excited for the R.L. Stein vehicle. I thought you'd be more more excited for the Matt Christopher three um, three uh, baseball episode series. Are they? No, what? they're not. But oh, that would. Did you never read Matt Christopher books in school? No, he was the. He I didn't read books youth. in school. Okay, never mind. I read Sorry. Artemis Fowl, and we know how that yeah. went. I read a series of unfortunate events. I haven't watched that series. Sh- Sean, never read One Piece. For the love of God, you stay away from that book. <laughs> All right, moving on. Oh, we have I a do, lot riding on this. I do want to note, uh, we got a, a clip from the Cuphead show. That was an actual clip. Uh, With Wayne that Brady. looks fun. With Wayne Brady. That looks fun. Yeah. Kids love Cuphead. Kids love Cuphead. Yeah. That's, really? My, my, nephew, my nephew is really into Cuphead. And just the way it looks, I don't think he's ever played Cuphead at all. But that's me. Oh, I was about to it. say that a lot of cup. <laughs> that's me with a lot of games. Uh, that game is too hard reason, for kids. Cuphead and like Bendy and the Ink Machine, or like <laughs> it is and, and Five Nights at Freddy's, are are wildly popular with children, despite kids never playing any of them. I think because like streamers play it. Yeah, they watch like Markiplier. Yeah, so before E3, we had Summer Games Fest, uh, which had a lot of a lot of pretty good announcements. Uh, Of course, we got Elden Ring, which (laughs) 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 all went feral. Can I can I uh, give my preliminary my early award to uh, since I'm not likely going to be playing any of these games? My award for uh, most excited to watch someone else play. It is Elden Ring, without a doubt. Nice. I'm so Very excited nice. to see more footage of this game. It looks so fucking sick. I cannot wait to ride a horse through a poison <laughs> swamp. It's an actual horse and not a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> an actual horse. It's funny because George R. R. Martin doesn't know what horses are. Yeah, George uh, Martin, Martin, Martin wrote this one. That's and... how you can tell he did because there are horses in it. And I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> which means that george R. R. martin at some point had to play bloodborne or at least watch a video on it to understand <laughs> kind of what he was getting into <laughs> what if he invented the bloodborne series completely outside of bloodborne like he didn't no one knew about any of that sort of gameplay style anything like that just kind he of just evolved like, alongside it yeah like two 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 dip two two uh canary islands yep getting exactly. their own That'd be something. Um, you could compare reading a song of ice and fire uh, to playing a Bloodborne game because it is a lot to get through. But once you're in, you're in, and then it just only gets more <laughs> difficult in. over time you're... as you wait for another installment. Um, and you just keep hoping, but and that once you're in, you're there, in. There was a long time where people thought that him being on was a joke because it was never going to come out. Here we are. Now we can get back to Winds of Winter. <laughs> uh, also, I think probably the second biggest portion of Summer Games Fest was just Hideo Kojima being a silly guy. Just being getting on there and just being silly. Silly goose. A little silly goose. We got uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut. 
uh, made us think we were getting a Metal Gear game, our Metal Gear Solid game. Uh, we did not. Well, he like did the top-down guards patrolling, and he got in a box. Yeah, and it came out, it and it like, was yeah, Death Stranding guy. It was, it was Jeff Stranding. <laughs> so Sean, hmm. let me say, I will renew my bet. If you beat <laughs> Death Stranding director's cut, I'll give you sixty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that was the original bet. Was it sixty? It was fifty. It was sixty. It was oh, 60? I was going to pay for your game. That's right. Oh, oh it was that's right. Game cost. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to buy it. Nine years. <laughs> Uh, so we go from Summer Games Fest, E3 starts, uh, everybody hates it, everybody hates everything that's being put out except for Xbox and Bethesda. Uh, they did have a what good, did you... uh, all the cool trailers I watched that weren't Nintendo were from the Xbox conference. Agreed. But I think that's just Agreed. because Sony didn't show up this year. Um, yeah, literally. But, <laughs> yeah. didn't show up. Um, but the Xbox stuff, uh... A lot of it looks real cool, even though I'll never play it. Yeah, Star Starfield was cool. Halo was pretty cool. Uh, otherwise, Xbox Bethesda was a little, uh, for me personally. Uh, I'm glad. Listen, I'm glad everybody loved it and enjoyed it. For me, it was otherwise. <laughs> eh, that's fine. Same with Ubisoft. Like they had uh, Mario and Rabbids, which was great. And they had a really yeah. cool, like, sports, that sports game where you could, like, ride bikes and all all sorts of, just go hog wild. Like, that looked cool, but. <laughs> ride bikes, go hog wild. <laughs> yeah. That's, listen, it was great. It looked cool. It looked great. Coming September. All you need. I don't even remember what, I think it's, like, Riders Ridge, not- Raiders Ridge. I don't know. I. I don't remember what's going on. It just looked cool. <laughs> I'm not excited for Starfield. I don't even know what it is. It's Skyrim in space. I'll be psyched uh, to watch people play Starfield. I'm I'm looking forward to what that contains. Probably be, what, another two, three years before we get it? Or they say 2022. Probably next year. Uh, okay. It's been in development for a while. But, yeah. like... I don't dislike Skyrim, which just Skyrim is vanilla ice cream to me. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, Skyrim. Yeah, I hear you there. It's better with better with chocolate syrup on it or something. Who yeah. the Nims? Something besides just Skyrim. Halo Infinite looks pretty fun. I'm not gonna lie, free to play. Free to play. Classic cool. Halo games. It's not like they're not doing Fortnite Halo or anything like that. It looks like Halo Three that I used to play back in the day. You know, it's the guy from Fortnite. <laughs> Master Chief is in Fortnite. He is. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, everybody's. There's more cool folks in Fortnite than Smash Bros. They just added Ted Kaczynski. <laughs> he flosses. Um, I'm I'm Square a little. Enix. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Before we move on, I'm a little sour because uh, you know I I dropped their uh, games up at the top, but Annapurna is releasing a game called Twelve Minutes, which sounds exactly like my kind of shit. Especially knowing that it stars James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe. It looks super <laughs> cool oh, yeah. and super like form breaking. It's only coming out for Xbox and PC. It's bullshit. I, I, I mean, you can watch me play it. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch someone play <laughs> it. Make a choice. Um, but man, that looks so cool. 
my my, my favorites from the Xbox one were replaced. That like mm, pixel Blade that Runner did game, look really cool. I looked awesome before this, yeah. And Stalker Two, uh, a game where you play as a soldier in the Chernobyl zone, in a, <laughs> a fictionalized Chernobyl zone, and you fight off mutated monsters with mutant powers. And it's like an old, I forget who developed it. I want to say it's a foreign developer, like CD, something like CD Projekt Red. Uh, maybe not, but it's an old PC like 2008 shooter that has a cult following, and they've made like a full modern second one, and I think it's going to be buck wild because those are always the crazy games. The trailer looked nice. really cool, but it did look really cool. Were there two games this year based like just called Chernobyl or had Chernobyl in the title? Because I thought there was another game that was just like you're th- you're thinking of the HBO series. No, I'm not. <laughs> Hang on, I've got E3 recap pulled up. There's, it's like Chernobylite, or it's not Chernobyl Diaries. But yeah, I've, there what, was Chernobylite, which was a PC game. Yeah, what? Stalker, Heart of Chernobyl. Game developers, you gotta get. And then there's the third one, Chernobyl, 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 <laughs> Chibi Nobo, Chibi Nobo. Just <laughs> developers, I know, I know we're not you, and I know you're not us, but man, find a find a different thing, man. There's a lot of Chernobyl stuff out there. Well, Stalker was from 2008, so this, is, this no, is the sequel. I'm, to I'm leaving Stalker out of this. I watched, years ago. I watched <laughs> the Stalker trailer with like the conversation and the dialogue, and like you know, he's like, "I'm going to Pripyat," and I'm I'm back into the HBO miniseries. I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely, this rules." <laughs> but just like I don't know, there's a lot of games out there that are just like, "The world is over." And you're going through a desolate land. Like I thought about it watching the replace trailer. I was like, okay, this seems like everything. It looks cool as hell, but like Sean, here's the here's why. It's very easy to program a desolate wasteland. <laughs> that makes sense. It can't all be Spider Man and yeah. just fully fledged New York. I understand. Uh and soccer is developed by a Ukrainian developer. So uh, Oh good for them. So they know. Yeah, they, they do know. They lived it. Square Enix. Uh, we had a good time watching Square Enix in the in the Radish Discord. Then I checked Twitter afterwards, and <laughs> apparently it was bad. Um, I enjoyed doofa, it. Doofa. Uh, the the uh, um, Guardians of the Galaxy game looks kind of fun, and it's coming out on. Switch. I think it looks cool. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? I I would that that was a surprise to me. I had I thought they were just going to release oh. that for like PS5 and stuff and. Uh mm-hmm. no, I think it looks great. Uh, definitely, like I'm not a huge Marvel guy, but I don't know, just seemed fun. It looks, fun, it's got yeah. a good universe. Yeah, Mar- Marvel so, or not, it's it's yeah. I, Avengers. It's like all right, you can save New York City. You can yeah do you know a- Avengers fine. Guardians of the Galaxy they have so much to pull from. Yeah, they got and they're just fun characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it doesn't seem as like, weird like with the Avengers where when they. Squeenix came out with that game like all the the actors or all the people in the game looked so far different than what we're used to with the Avengers series and with the the Guardians game it's like yeah they look different but one only one of them is a recognizable human so the rest of them can just look however mm-hmm. they want and two mm-hmm. it's like it's you're right Tyler in that they have so much more freedom than the Avengers mm-hmm. do um and watching some gameplay and the dialogue it looks a lot of fun um yeah the guy who wrote this one, I forget his name, Craig something I want to say. Uh, he wrote the game. Uh, he wrote like kind of the the most 
the most heralded arc of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, oh, before nice. the movie. So he's like, stepped in. Yeah, like he's kind of responsible for their resurgence that got them the movie. Um, oh, cool. Good for him. So I, I think it's going to be more exciting. What the best thing about it is it's single player. It's not an always online co-op looter shooter, whatever. Like mm. no, nothing against Destiny, but not every game needs to be Destiny. <laughs> Avengers yeah. did not need to be Destiny, and yet no, it there it was. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we've we've cut through the fat. We've gotten to the real Chaos. meat here. Um. Oh, we should talk about that. <laughs> we should talk about that first. Uh, we get the Final Fantasy prequel. Uh, where you turn people into Ooh. candy rocks and then smash them. Yeah, okay, so what was the <laughs> thing that people got mad about with Squeenix? It's just, first of all, they released a, a trailer for the first six Final Fantasies remastered one package. And everyone was like, let's go for mobile. <laughs> yeah, and for steam and mobile which i was i was disappointed i was like why isn't this on consoles but i whatever, have a switch oh man <laughs> yeah okay and the mobile ports of those games aren't good like especially mm. i think five and five and six they have like hd sprites that look like they were done on deviant art they're really oh. bad oh like with the the dragon quest remakes like one through three yes exactly aren't good either yeah. Uh, okay. So then I'm fine. What's great is Mega sixty four did a stream when they were watching it, and when they announced it, Rocket was freaking out. He's like, "Oh my gosh!" And when it says PC and mobile, he goes, "Oh damn it!" And like throws his <laughs> fist and walks away. And Twitch used the clip of him freaking out and cut it off before he saw the end of it and put it in their montage of like, "We see you're enjoying E three this year." <laughs> <laughs> He was like, what's well, totally that's out so of context? <laughs> oh. But yeah, they, they showed off um, this game called, what's it What's it even called? It's called Sh- Stranger something? Mm, I don't know. Hang on, it's got a really funny title. It's a Tetsuya Nomura game, so hang on. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy Origin, not or- Origins. Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. Um, <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't reverse those, but... <laughs> it's a prequel to Final Fantasy 1 and you play as a guy in a Henley t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> who has shown up to fight chaos and if you forget that he's fighting chaos, he says it 9 times. <laughs> <laughs> I saw people like tagging like or like mentioning Mosimo, the Target brand. Were they yeah. just making fun of his clothing or is there actually like a partnership <laughs> coming? He and there he might be flank- <laughs> He is flanked by two guys in full Final Fantasy armor, and he is wearing a Henley T-shirt. <laughs> Someone said it's probably because throughout the game you progress and pick up more armor and stuff like that, and that's obviously yeah, one that... of the first. But still, so it's made by Team Ninja, who did like Ninja Gaiden. They trying to see the picture in the chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, they did whoa, whoa, whoa. Neo. They did Ninja Gaiden one. Ninja Gaiden two. Ninja Gaiden Ninja three. Gaiden two. And Cruise in the USA. <laughs> uh, ah. Uh, um, oh yeah, I've seen this guy. Dexter-looking motherfucker. Yeah, is he where? Is it a onesie? What's going on there? <laughs> Damn, oh. oh, it's just long. Yeah, ew. he's wearing like black jeans. That's so, a romper, my man. <laughs> the, the company also made Neo Neo Two. Apparently, like looking at this game from the demo, for, and they released a demo that didn't work. The demo was corrupted. If you download oh. the demo after the thing, it didn't work. Just the corrupted files. They patched it today. 
apparently it's pretty fun. Um, the reason they turned to Crystal was because you know Team Ninja had like amped up the blood from Neo, and then Square Enix saw it and was like, "No, like this is <laughs> this is gonna be a Kingdom Hearts tie-in. You can't do that." <laughs> so they t- they turned to crystals before they explode into blood. But yeah. uh, and apparently, like a lot of the enemies and fight animations are just reskins from Neo Two. Um, and the reason it doesn't look next gen is because it's basically just Neo Two with different assets loaded in. Um, so I think people were upset about that, but it is like an alpha build. Like it's not even close to coming out. I don't think. Um, so they have time to fix all that, but I think the concept of a, a prequel of, and apparently it's pretty fun, but the, a, a prequel to final fantasy sounds great. Yeah. And, and Sean, this is why people were upset. There is a full final fantasy entry that is coming out not long from now that they showed nothing of. Yeah. 16 is still, <laughs> uh, Made by not Tetsuya Nomura, who is like the the least favorite Final Fantasy creator. Made mm-hmm. by the guy who made 14, which is the fan favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so, here's a, at the end of the day, I'm not going to be like every other gamer out there who's just like, you know, screw them for not doing that. They obviously had a reason. There was a reason Nintendo didn't show Pokemon today. I don't know why, but um, speaking of Nintendo, let's get into it. Uh... Kirby's dead. <laughs> Kirby's dead. Uh, this was exciting. Uh, this was this is a fun time in, in our Discord, especially with Sean, who yeah. uh, doesn't have a Switch. And uh, <laughs> Still t- this my... is the only this Sean, is the only E three conference I could watch this year, and I'm usually I'm on top of it. But I like I said, I had to work all weekend, so I missed everything. But yeah. this is the first one I could watch, and uh, it was still it was a lot of fun. Um, it didn't convince me to buy a Switch. We were we were ooh, we were so close with the Mario Party. And the the Mario Golf, which I already knew about, um, but the fact that those two games are the ones that almost put you <laughs> over the edge, you have to realize who I'm I am as a Mario, person. Not Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle Two. <laughs> I'm not used to the strategy games. You give me if there's a if there's a Mario Baseball in the next two years, that's a it's an immediate switch buy, absolutely. But isn't there one? The, not for Switch. Isn't there sluggers for. There, there was one for. There and if was we get, if we get Mario Kart yeah. Nine, if we get a Mario Kart exclusive for Switch, that might also be it. But I know I need it to is. play Breath of the Wild, and I know I need to um, get into <laughs> Mario Odyssey. But it's just it's. Uh, well, it's two I know. games of all time. Yeah, <laughs> ten out of ten. I can't. It's that. just it's it's not high on my priority list. My favorite part of the uh, of the Nintendo Direct was when they started showing WarioWare. And then, of course, anyone who's played WarioWare was like, oh my god. And Sean was like, this looks like a mobile-ass fucking game. And literally, <laughs> the Discord turned on Sean. Which <laughs> is fantastic. It was even better, because at that time, Peyton was also home, and I said, I just said WarioWare, it looks like a mobile game. And she was like, have you ever played WarioWare? It fucking rules. And I was like, I'm it sorry. <laughs> I didn't know. It reminded me of the, all those little ads that you see for just stupid little games. Except the mini games, they did look fun. They did look delightful, and there was nothing where you're Micro trying to pull games. a pin at the right time to save the Peter Griffin looking king from a <laughs> dragon or shit or some ass. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't know WarioWare was just like little mini games. Brand left the episode because I, I <laughs> yeah, yeah Brand was sick yeah. of your <laughs> Wario slander. I had to let my cat in. <laughs> um, so the cat was like, "Whoa, this motherfucker's never played WarioWare. Let me get in here." 
Um, I, 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 I apologize for insulting everyone, but I did have fun just like being very happy and excited with everyone and then being like, this looks like a mobile game. And everyone just be like, no, boo. My, my immediate reaction was to type boo, Sean. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, WarioWare, uh, to Sean's point, them finally just... They've released so many Mario parties. The one for Wii U was the worst Mario party I've ever played of all time. Haven't played the Switch one. Garbage. For some reason, they're just trying to break the mold, and we're all literally like, Nintendo, we just want the first few games. And they're like, okay. And that's what we're getting. through four. Yeah, we're getting uh, just the best highlight cuts, like the best maps from the first uh, Mario Party games, plus all the best... Um, uh, mini games and it's online play, so you know, you know, we're gonna be playing that shit in October. That's yeah, I'm so excited. Ooh. That might, <laughs> that might alone. I, I'll, I'll go to bat for Super Mario Party for Switch. I think, I think it's a good, it's a, it's a course correction from the Wii okay. disaster. I think it's a good one. Well, okay. yeah, I'm sorry, Nintendo, in it, but like. <laughs> That's okay. I was watching the giant bomb sure, stream. Listen, they they, and they were plenty like, of money. They'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the giant bomb stream, and they were like, <laughs> they added online multiplayer. I don't know if you know this. There's nothing sadder than random matchmaking for Mario Party. <laughs> <laughs> it's like meeting up with a bunch of strangers to play a mini game where you can't talk to each other. <laughs> I'm using tilt controls. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's not like a boss in Dark Souls or like a monster hunter. Just like, do you guys want to meet up and play a fun mini game with balloons? <laughs> Honestly, you meet up at Peach's Cake. Fall Guys was pretty popular last year before Among Us came out, so maybe some yeah. people do. I did for that's a time. At least a race, though. <laughs> yeah, and that's hundreds of people making big sandwiches. That's true. It's not <laughs> four people. You can see it's a hundred people. <laughs> um, Kazuya and Smash out of left field. No, none of us predicted this one. Um, a great choice, though. Yeah, fantastic choice. Um, I mean, Smash fans weren't happy, but I think anyone who knows fighting games uh, realized was, that this was was big. I was pissed. I don't know who it was. Somebody or just currently scroll back up and look. It's too far because there was a lot of chats. Somebody said, I'm happy for fans of of Kazuya. I don't have any nostalgia <laughs> for this series, but I'm glad fans of him are having a good day. And as a Byleth fan, <laughs> I, I have never <laughs> felt more slight. Where was that support a year and a half ago? Where were you then when I needed you most? Was, was it that me? You, Sean? I, I didn't. That might have been you. I didn't say anything specific <laughs> about Kaguya because I still don't know who that is. But I was just saying, like, I like watching the Nintendo Directs because you know I may see something that I don't know I think, about, but that I know someone out there is losing their mind about, including the Byleth Gate. I uh, think <laughs> I think you started it, and I think maybe Jame or someone was like, "Oh yeah, like I'm happy for Kaguya fans," and I was just like, "Man, when my." When when my MC got added last year, people were ready to burn my house down. 
<laughs> I just I I get excited. I like knowing that people out there are getting real excited for things that I don't know about. That's nice when you know no one's getting hurt. Um, yeah, because I, uh, I Smash might as well. I I am have no room to talk because Smash might as well have stopped announcing fighters after Joker because that's yeah. the most hype I've ever been for a trailer. Uh, y'all were on the call with me when that happened. I was yeah. vibrating in my chair. Yep. Uh, every fighter since then has been a nice bonus. I will yeah. say it's like, oh, cool. But like my my number one reach tier was added to Smash, so everything else is, is just nice. Well, I'm upset that Goombario from Paper Mario hasn't been added yet. <laughs> that is my character that I want added, and anytime they don't add it, it's a personal affront to me. Um. Three more games, then we'll then we'll get out of here. Uh, the big three from Nintendo Direct. We're starting with Shin Megami Tensei Five. Will was fist pumping in the air. I could feel at like work. he was, uh, yeah, at work. Everyone was turning and staring. Uh, this game looks fun as hell. I watched a little bit of the Nintendo Treehouse uh, cover it, and uh, they play the it? hair. Yeah, they play it. The hair looks oh. great. Um, she has luscious hair. I believe he. He. Oh, I'm sorry for misgendering. Regardless, the hair is fantastic. Androgynous MC. Maybe one of those things where it's like it could be whichever you assign. Okay, the, totally the fair. Player. The hair looks great, is all I'm saying. They do they do use the word shonen, though, in the trailer, which is boy. Gotcha. No, I have I tried playing four on the 3DS and I didn't get very far into it. Uh but five looks incredible and I it might be a day one purchase because of how good it looks. I I just realized added, like you. Oh, go ahead, Will. Oh, you go ahead. Oh no, mine's mine's much less important. I realized I made a mistake in uh, giving myself the Discord nickname Super Shonky Ball um, when it should be uh, Sean Magami, Magami Bensei. So I'm changing that right now. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. So like, what's funny is like Pokemon fans were very upset because like yeah in, we were like, in the pokemon games recently the pokemon have not had unique animations they've just kind of idled and then like moved and then if you watch that stream all the demons have unique rigged animations for attacks and stuff and i was like <laughs> "Ooh, goth pokemon stays winning <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah this is the one where it was he they were like in battle and then the lion comes up and the lion's like give me some of your health and i will assist you and yeah. this that's how fun. you recruit more Pokemon. Is it's, it's like Pokemon if they could strike a Faustian bargain with you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> am I a pound of flesh? Uh, have any have any of like the demons? Because I recognize that pixie, and I feel like I recognize other Persona. demons in that trailer. Jack Frost. In what? Persona. Yeah, right. Jack Frost. Right. Have they been in Persona? It's the same series. <laughs> so Shin Megami Tensei is was based on a book called Megami Tensei. Okay. Uh, about downloading demons from the internet written in the 80s. Oh. Um, there's Shin Megami Tensei, which is like a reboot of the series they did in like the early 90s. And then they made Shin Megami Tensei Persona, which was Shin Megami Tensei, but it takes place at a high school. And then after the third one, they dropped the Shin Megami It's still the same series, though. But like Persona is Shin Megami Tensei plus social stuff. Shin Megami Tensei is just hardcore, like hard sci-fi JRPG. You're just killing God. It's the first JRPG that's just we're killing God. 
which they all open yeah. with that. Yeah. So the plot of the series is like the world has ended and all the other gods are fighting over who's going to be in charge now. And you get to pick. They're, they're deep. Fast. I'm excited. I love them. I never knew that. I knew, awesome. I just knew you also love J- Shin Megami Tensei along with persona. And I just thought like, yeah, they're two JRPGs. That makes sense. <laughs> that that's fair. Devil summoner digital devil saga all the same series wow wow dang and Europa is then. different though oh no but you all should play that on switch that is that yeah, takes place fantastic. in high school i remember hearing the the the, the premise for dang Europa for the first time i was like oh that sounds sick as shit uh <laughs> it's awesome seeing the trailer uh what reminded me uh, of like felt like walking into a hot topic now um like if I was the age I was walking to an hot topic in 2007, that's the, the sense the trailer gave me. But premise sounds fun as hell. My my niece is obsessed with uh, Danganronpa and like has like a a stuffed uh, that bear. I don't know the name of the bear, but has like a stuffed Ooh. like action Monokuma toy of it. Yeah. Uh and He's yeah, I've been wanting to. I've been excited to play those games too. Yeah, any any game that comes to Switch, I if I've been wanting to play it and it comes to Switch, I will probably get it. And they're selling them uh, in the bundle and separately, so you don't have to buy all yeah all four if you don't want to. If you're just Very dipping cool. your toes in. But I want it. <laughs> uh, we got Metroid news, Good. folks. Samus was there. She made it. Um, it's not the new Prime. Oh, this game looks so good. But it's probably just They did just mention Prime, good. though. They did. I know. Ooh. Totally out of left field. This but looks great. It... Yeah. Metroid Dread. First 2D new, new Metroid in several decades. Looks absolutely incredible. Years, they said. Uh, they showed some... <sighs> Oofa doofa, uh, <laughs> I like that. This might be a day one purchase for me because it like looks like, like this is what they should have done with uh, Return of Samus when it released on 3DS. That should have came to the Switch instead. But like, man, oh man, this this game looks so good. There's a lot of treehouse footage of this. I still want to play Return yeah. of Samus. Yeah, no. there's like a lot of a lot of gameplay. Yeah. What's that, Will? I still want to play Return of Sam. I still haven't played it, but I hear it's uh, oh yeah, here it's quite good. I also oh. have another Metroid mm-hmm. Two remake on my PC before Nintendo nabbed that, which is <laughs> also good. Nice. There you go. If you want it, let me know. Been wrapping it up. We got it. Breath of the Wild Two. We got the we got the trailer. Also, other we got we got this cool little game and watch. It looks fun. Uh, oh, and yeah. also, um, Hyrule Warriors Two expansion. Um, Sure, but boy, oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> Breath of the Wild two, uh, flying. We're flying in the air now. Yeah, there are places sky in the sky now. Too. It's not all on land. That's. Uh, I don't know if that was somebody pointed out specific to Breath of the Wild two, but no, there is there is sky in, in Skyward Sword takes place in the sky. Yeah, so it's like the it's it's the precursor to Hyrule is the Skyloft kind of. Ah. Mm-hmm. I know nothing um, about the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I just know I need to play the You're breath out of your of... element. Will I be okay if boy, I play the Zelda. Breath of the Wild if I just start there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe someday. Yeah. They're like all different timelines. There is 
don't don't worry about the Zelda lore. Like you can you could pick up any Zelda okay. game and just like yep. play it, and that's save that's princess. Fine. Yeah, start with Minish Cap. Yeah, if you can. <laughs> <laughs> Spirit tracks. Hey, Minish, Minish Cap's a great game. It is. It, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. Um, I know. I know. <laughs> Somebody pointed out the. I don't know if I would start with that one. <laughs> no, it's on Game Boy Advance. First of all, <laughs> yeah. Somebody pointed out the music in the trailer when he's going backward in time. Like, is the music from the first trailer in reverse? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that is cool. That's I'm excited. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It's, it's gonna be it's, game it's, of the it's, year. It's Breath of the Wild's Majora's Mask. Oh, now I'm even more excited. 2022. They turned can't it around come, real quick. Come soon enough. They're aiming. They're aiming for 2022. They made a point to say that. So yeah, we, we can't hold them to it. COVID. They got the Olympics to oh, do I real will. quick. <laughs> that's true that's true um wow so we covered a lot um did we miss anything any any games that we're we're super excited for that we didn't talk about i uh, i just want to mention real quick um fuck uh advance wars ah uh, yeah oh, advance yeah. Wars. Quick. it's coming yeah Thanks. was not expecting that at all pleasantly surprised uh the original games are great um and if you're like love that, you know, turn like Fire Emblem Grid RPG style game, highly recommend. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I, I I love Nintendo's presentation. I think they they fired on yeah, all cylinders. They knocked and, it out. Uh, yeah, there really wasn't anything I wasn't excited for. Real quick, I am gonna go through. All of the games from the Wholesome Direct, starting with Puppy Dog Coffee Shop, <laughs> then going to Sweater Mama, and then going on to Warm Hug. No, these are all Wholesome <laughs> games. Uh, watch the Wholesome Direct if you want to see games that sound made up. <laughs> this was a real thing. They're very funny. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the, the game titles were yeah. fake, but they're all like... You play as a you know a Etsy designer who's in a new town making friends and like they're they're very cute like ten dollar indie games but they're all they all you're they always all a read, small like, bean yeah they're always a small bean game <laughs> the lifetime developer. the tagline for every game is ooh ooh <laughs> honestly at the speed I'm playing video games that might just be my gateway from right it's, it's your speed yeah. <laughs> They're all they're all good games, I'm sure, but they mm-hmm. it, is, it is funny. Yeah, I was reading off some of these. Sure. Some of these are fake names. Um, Paparazzi, Teacup, Soup Pot, Cloud Jumper—all <laughs> <laughs> real names of games. There's a game called Please Be Happy. <laughs> that's I feel like that's the theme of E3. That's the theme of E3. <laughs> E3, please be happy. Um, the Paparazzi killed Princess Diana. <laughs> There's an awesome direct game called Hot Pot for One. <laughs> there's a there's a wholesome no, there's a wholesome no, developer's game called Drink a Lot of Fruit Punch. <laughs> I was just gonna quote the 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 late great Satoru Iwata. Uh, this is something that he would always say in early Nintendo directs. Uh, please understand. 
<laughs> that was that's E3. That's E3 this year. It's just please understand. <laughs> please understand. COVID happened. Please be happy. We're, tr- <laughs> we're, we're trying. True. I guess that's where uh, that's where we'll leave it here today. Um, Bran, thank you so much for joining. Yes, thank you, Bran. Um, yeah, why don't why don't we go ahead and yeah, uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, plug all your stuff, please. Um. All right. Well, uh, my name is Brandon, and I'm here to say, I got a few here plugs. to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can follow me at brn hoff. Uh, new Nintendo Podcasts XL on the Indie Source Network. Uh, we're f- releasing a bunch of episodes. I'm recording a bunch this month and next month, and we're we're back, baby. If you want to leave us a review, that'd be great. If not, you know, I'm not your boss. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, also, I make music as Cave Point. If you want to find that stuff, it's at cavepoint.bandcamp.com. Uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, listen to my podcast. I just did an episode on Mario Kart with a friend of the show, David, as well as uh, had a really good conversation about Kid Icarus Uprising with Will. Both great episodes. Please go check yeah. those out. I I could use the listens. It's, that's it. Spoiler that's here. Spoiler here. I'm on a future episode. I know we were talking about Byleth and how nobody likes Byleth. Uh, I'm going to be on on new, t- new new Nintendo Podcast XL talking about Three Houses, which I'm super super excited. Yeah, about. the Lord's work. <laughs> I listen. Fire Emblem rules. I love Fire Emblem. Yes, I can't wait to go more in depth with you about it. It's so good. One hundred percent. We're gonna get weird, <laughs> as as those games anybody, often do. Anybody else? If you remember, yeah. Brandon, if, if I if I ever plan on getting a Switch, I, I promise that you will get the exclusive news. Does uh, it? I will. I will. I will announce it. <laughs> oh, on new Nintendo XL, if you'll have me. <laughs> I at, listen. Uh, I'll make I'll make a pitch for it. Does it's not just Nintendo games. If you have a game in mind that you want to talk about, please come okay. on the show. Like, it's not just, like, this is a Nintendo-centric podcast, but that doesn't mean, like, I've had people come on and talk about Dark Souls and, like, Undertale. Okay, okay. Which weren't Nintendo, like, games. So, like, any any game that where you're like, man, I just, I love this one. I don't care. Like, just, I need more guests. Come <laughs> on the show. <laughs> when I find a game I love enough and not just go, <laughs> I played that, uh, <laughs> I will. <laughs> Uh, I've been Will. You can find me at Will from Online. Also on the Naruto Run, uh, a show I'm doing with Evan now. We're watching Naruto. Also on that Nintendo Podcast Excel. Uh, check me out that episode and make that the most highly rated episode of all time. Uh, not just for that <laughs> show, but for all podcasts. Um, <laughs> yeah, do that. Let's do those things. Now, I've been Sean. Be nice to me. <laughs> we'll try. Uh, I've been Sean. Uh, you can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter, Sean and Barry everywhere else. I have, uh, as you heard earlier in the episode, an extensive record collection I like sharing on social media at Idiotechnica on mm-hmm. Instagram. Um, we also have, I remembered this time, uh, by this time hey. this episode is out, I think we'll have the final episode of this first part of the season for the Chandring, where we covered the Sean, the Chan, uh, hold on. Where we covered The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, um, which 
God, what an episode to record. Uh, <laughs> we had a fun one. We had fun. We had a, it was a, oh boy. Uh, but yeah, we'll be returning. You have plenty of time to catch up on the Chandring because we'll be returning this, this October, uh, to cover the rest of the Conjuring universe movies, including, uh, what Annabelle, Annabelle reborn, Annabelle creation, <laughs> the nun, Beaches. curse of La Llorona, Annabelle comes home, um, as well as uh, Phantom of the Opera, an episode of Spongebob, <laughs> and an episode of Nathan for you. What um, episode of Nathan? <laughs> we don't have to get into it. I've forgotten already. We'll get into it. Um, <laughs> my name is Tyler. You can find yeah, me I online. I think you should leave. And- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find me online at Tyler from Radish. You can find the podcast online at Radish Pod. Uh, Indie Source Network, uh, where you can listen to this podcast, New Nintendo Podcast XL, uh, a lot of other great shows. Um Check it out, IndieSaurus.com, on Twitter, IndieSaurusNet. Uh, for Tyler's question... I pressed it. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll time let's it, keep, right? let's, keep, let's keep it easy. We've been talking a lot about video games this episode. Um, I haven't. Regardless of whether or not... You, you participated a lot more than I thought you would, Sean. I, I appreciate uh, your input. I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what game are you guys excited about? It, it might not be from E3 or it might be from E3, but what is your most, like the game you're most excited to come out, probably going to get a day one or, or pretty soon after? I'll start. I'll start. That is. An... Oh, okay. Oh, no, okay. Brand, please. Uh, uh, <laughs> no More Heroes 3, baby. Uh, they showed Ooh. some gameplay oh. on the Treehouse. And uh, I'm super. I love No More Heroes. Uh, Evan, spoilers. Evan's coming on. We're gonna talk about it on the show. Uh, nice. I'm like that's day one purchase. Late August. Uh, like I said, they showed some footage for Treehouse today, and it just looks incredible. So I'm super jazzed for that. Very nice. What about y'all? Metroid Dread. Mm, yeah. Looks hype. Mine's probably Mario Golf. Not gonna lie, just unironically Ooh. looks looks no, fun. Looks Summer vibes, fun. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Sean looks like I, Sean's <laughs> Plague Tale Requiem. <laughs> <laughs> that did feature that. Thank you for the tip, Will. It did feature a swan song, and it worked very well. Um, I I'm excited. I think I might try to get back into Ratchet and Clank. Um, because the Rifts Apart stuff that's been coming out recently has been real cool, and I, I want to try out the 2016 game. Um, I know that wasn't E3 related. This one's also not E3 related, but once Stray comes out, I'm psyched to see that. I just want to see the cat in the, mm-hmm. the cyberpunk game. That seems real sweet. Um, it does look fun. Apart from that, like I said earlier, I'm really excited to watch people play Elden Ring. I'm excited to watch people play um, Breath of the Wild 2. Um and who knows? Maybe I'll I'll get a switch within the next year or two. That Switch Pro is coming out. New Nintendo Switch, switch Pro, Pro was XL. The, the Switch Pro was the uh, <laughs> the Zelda game and watch. Last that was it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Thanks again, well, Brian, thank for hopping on. And uh... sorry, pressed too early that time. <laughs> Cut me off there. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. <laughs> bye. <laughs> You're listening to an Indie Soros production.